Welcome to the T-News podcast and today's podcast is going to be all about the West Coast and East Coast feud. So our previous podcasts have been about Tupac and the Notorious B.I.G. and this one we're going to go into a deep dive exactly how the feud came about and what exactly happened. So Let's kick it off with my friend, Amy. She's going to take us through step by step what happened. Step by step of the feud. So where we got to on our last episode was Tupac comes out of prison mm. with Biggie's song being released Who into shot the ya? public domain. Who shot you? A very incriminating song, almost taking responsibility for Tupac's shooting sort of a year prior. And Tupac. you just would have been devastated. If it was someone who was your friend, yeah. you would have been devastated. And quite rightly, he's thinking, well, then they did do it. Mm. It must have been them. Even though we know now someone has admitted to shooting Tupac and it wasn't exactly, it was affiliated to Bad Boy, but it wasn't exactly on their orders. Mm. So, yeah, it wasn't exactly as Tupac thought it was. But most of us who You just get carried away, don't you? And it's also, you know, paranoia really sinks sinks in. And you just get so caught up in your thoughts. You don't know who's your friend. Yeah. You don't know who to trust. Yeah. Especially, you know, with everyone saying that he was a changed man after prison, he obviously was going to put up with less. He wasn't going to pansy around, you know, Mm. uh, people who he thought were out to sort of harm him. Mm. And what he did, a lot of us who are interested in this sort of story know, is that he clapped back and Yes. major way with his own record. Hit him up. Hit him up. A very popular song. Extremely explicit in points. Mm-hmm. He lays into Biggie Small so hard. Yeah. He talks about sleeping with his wife. Yes. He talks about his whole crew. It's just a slander fest on Biggie, on Diddy, on Bad Boy, all of them. Laden with vicious insults. Yeah. It's a great song. <laughs> it's still to this day one yeah. of my favorite songs. It is a good song. It just for its flow and it's sort of, it's such a pinnacle in the three. Mm. It really is. Mm-hmm. And it's still sort of. It gets all your anger out that does. song. It like sh- shakes you to your core. <laughs> So he hits back. And so now we're in it. Yes. The feud is on peaking. Mm-hmm. It's really at its peak. So here we're, we're what, in the middle of 1995, I think, or maybe the start. Tupac's out of prison. He's releasing records under death row. They're really popular. He's really, he's completely Him and Shugnat are going hard. And Shugnat is earning so much money from Tupac. Yeah. He's just seeing dollar signs. Dollar signs. And unfortunately, this is where it sort of kicks off. Mm. So because of the feud, what I understand is both of these rappers and their sort of respective entourages were hesitant to go to the other side of the country. Yes. Tupac didn't want to be seen in New York. Yep. Biggie didn't want to be seen in LA because they knew that wasn't their turf. Yep, they territorial. Weren't safe there. Mm. Yeah. However, they Tupac, had fans. They had fans. They had to do shows. They were going to gigs, you know, award shows. There's mm. that really significant, I think, the Soul Awards, um, where they were just going off at each other. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, uh, mm. <laughs> riling mm. up the crowd. However, Tupac decides that he'll be safe in Vegas. So. This is July 1996. This feud's been going for over a year now at its peak. Tupac and his entourage are there to see Mike Tyson, I think. Mm. Was it a Tyson fight? It was a fight, yeah. Yeah, at the, in Las Vegas at the MGM. So after the fight, Tupac and his crew run into this guy 
um, Orlando Anderson is his name. Now he's a he's a crip. Okay. And so the he'd been, the yeah, yeah, so Suge Knight is affiliated with the Bloods. He always had been, they always were read, you know, yeah. it, it was well understood that he had these affiliations with yeah. the Bloods gang. Orlando Anderson, being a Southside Crip, had got into some scuffle with one of Tupac's entourage earlier and they'd taken a pendant, I think, mm. one of Tupac's guys. So they have this, they see him at the MGM outside in the foyer after the fight's over and they have another scuffle they get yeah. into a big fight I think <laughs> from what it sounds like Tupac's guys were winning like Tupac was involved they beat this guy up Orlando Anderson they get in their car and they drive away thinking all is you know okay yeah, thinking all is okay most of us know what happens next yes Tupac's driving along the strip just with Suge Knight so no one else in the car just him and Suge Knight someone pulls up alongside them opens fire Tupac shot Numerous times, mm -hmm. Suge Knight is not shot once. Tupac's rushed to hospital, obviously. I think he survived a few days. He was... He was such a survivor. He and really also, fought. he would have also thought because, I mean, he had so many fans and back then, you know, people would have just stopped you at the lights or wherever if they saw you mm. and you would, you know, you would automatically assume that they a fan mm -hmm. and, yeah, you know, be okay yeah. with them and then all of a sudden it's uh, someone who wants to kill you. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And it's just so unusual that he was by himself, only with Shugna. He had no guards there. They often ran with bodyguards mm. who were armed. Mm. The story goes that they tried to bring weapons to Las Vegas, but they weren't registered, so they weren't able to bring them. So they're obeying the law for once yes. in their lives. It really didn't work out in their favor. So he succumbs to his gunshot wounds a matter of days later, and is obviously pronounced, pronounced dead. dead. Mm. So the world is in shock. He was a rapper, an artist, a creative in his prime. Yeah. He was at the top of his game, so incredibly popular, having sold and, millions of records worldwide. And people thought he was invincible as well because he, he had he been invincible. he had been yeah. shot before and he, survived. That's right. And a lot of people thought it was a joke. They mm. thought, no, we know he's been shot, but he's not dead. He was dead. People still think he's not dead. That's right. <laughs> Maybe he's out there somewhere. <laughs> Living in New Zealand. <laughs> Hey, that'd be perfect. <laughs> Get away with so much. <laughs> um, passes away. So sad. The world is shook. It, it still is. Particularly in LA where they saw him as such a representative of that scene, you know. Biggie Smalls comes out of the time saying he's obviously devastated. He the the feud was silly, meaningless. There is no way that he wanted him dead. All of Tupac's crew are thinking that bad boy East Coast has something to do with it. Yes. Given obviously given yeah. the, the previous events. And so the beef sort of continued even more so after his passing. Yeah, well all of his his fans, all of his entourage, they would have automatically been on Biggie's back. That's right. And I think he probably didn't feel safe still no. coming to L.A. No. However, six months later, I think he was at an, al was an album release party. Yeah, Some I reckon sort of he was event. meant, he, I know he was meant to go to London that night, oh. but instead he went to this album this party, yeah, yeah, release which was party in L.A. Yeah. And I think from what I understand, his very first visit to L.A. since the feud really kicked off. So we're talking March 1997 here. So this is just six months later. Very brave of him, I must say. Brave of him. I think he felt like he had enough of a crew. He was running with enough of an entourage that he would be safe. safe. They were armed. Mm. You know, he would he would be okay. So he's at this party. 
And the LAPD come and they shut it down. It's too overcrowded. Mm -hmm. So they're getting everyone out of there. Everyone's leaving. In an eerily similar turn of events, Biggie gets in his car with his crew, not with Diddy. So Diddy's in a car behind him. So Biggie's in an SUV with his entourage. Stops at a red light. A car pulls up. Window rolls down. And he's shot four times. Mm. His autopsy later reveals only one of the shots were fatal. Yes. So the other three He could have survived. And, yeah, yeah. They got him in the wrist and in the leg and that kind of thing. Unfortunately, one of them was fatal. So that was the second man down. Mm. Two main players in the game now dead. The two artists producing the best songs, the best rap songs of that era. And they still, dead. to this day, are still some of the best rappers ever to ever, have lived. Ever, mm. And I wonder if that is because of their notoriety, because of having, you know, passed away in the circumstances that they did at the age they did. They never got a chance to be crap, you know. Yeah. They never got a chance to get old and, yeah. and sort of wind down from their music. They were shot in their prime. They yeah. died when they were at the top of the game. And that was really the feud. But still, no one was tried for Tupac's murder. No one was tried for Biggie's murder. Because despite there being many, many witnesses to both events, yes. there's this undertone of the LAPD being involved. And this is touched on a lot in the movies and the documentaries on Netflix at the moment. That both Bad Boy, so yeah. Diddy, Suge Knight at Death Row, had officers who would help them out in certain situations obviously corrupt, mm. not really doing the job they were supposed to do, taking a, a lot of money mm. for protection yeah. Yeah, and for, you know, just sort of interfering in the system. And it's sort of alleged that all of these officers, you know, sort of shut down both cases. They didn't really allow them to progress the way that they should have. And so to this day, no one has been brought to justice for either of these two infamous murders. Yeah. It's, and it's so it's sad. It's incredible, actually. It's really, when you think about it, that no one has gone to jail for these murders. Mm. It's just, you know. Yeah, and it obviously affects, you know, we see in the Notorious movie on Netflix about Biggie Smalls that his mother was so affected by it. Yes, of course. You, as a mother, your son's been shot. All you want is for someone to be behind Justice. bars. Someone to be accountable. Mm. And she never received that because of these dirty officers yeah. not willing to sort of investigate properly. So she lodges a lawsuit on behalf of... And along with Faith Evans, along with his two children, file a lawsuit against the LAPD for their involvement in not, you know, in, a, in sort of a wrongful death case. They're obviously cold cases still, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. So from what I understand, a few of these officers have since come out and sort of given their version of events obviously really incriminating. We know who killed both of them. It's quite obvious. Mm. There's a guy, Keefe D., who says that he pulled the trigger that killed Tupac. He was Orlando Anderson's uncle, so he had every motive to do so. He was a crip, a Southside crip, along with his nephew, who had just been beaten down by Tupac and his crew that night. Yeah. And he says that he was given orders to kill Tupac and that he was the one who did it, that Orlando Anderson was originally meant to shoot him, but that they pulled up on the other side so that Keefe D was on 
the side of the vehicle closest to Tupac. So he ultimately took the weapon and shot him. He's admitted this. Yeah. He's admitted this and he's still, <laughs> in fact, I think he might actually be behind bars for different charges, but, you know, he's never been tried for Tupac's oh murder. So we can sort of think that that case is closed. Mm-hmm. Not officially. Not officially. It's only people's word and, you know. Yeah, and there... pe- people have in the past, I don't know why, but people have, admitted to crimes that they didn't do totally so they do have to take Especially that into account ones. Yeah. yeah that's right and there's it's so much later on there's no evidence anymore well apart from what they took at the time but what's still there knowing these dirty cops yeah what, how could they possibly when try when there's dirty cops evidence always goes missing yeah always. and you can't rely on it anyway because you don't really know what's happened to it so i feel like in our lifetime We'll never see anyone convicted for Tupac's murder. It really gets me because I love these things to be, you know, Another like come to, book. Yeah, yeah, that's come right. to a conclusion. Especially as a fan. You yeah. want to see justice. Justice and a deterrent to, you know, show the public, don't go shooting <laughs> these great artists. Yeah. But what is great is that nothing has ever happened to like Snoop and Puff Daddy and, you know, all those other people that are that were in a way involved, mm. they are still alive. So there hasn't been any more murders. Yeah, and I think everyone still says, I know Nas, um, after Biggie was killed, says that he genuinely thought this was the end of rap music. Yeah. Rap music was too dangerous. Mm. There is too much else involved aside from the music, that this had to be the end. Thankfully, these artists rose up. They they put the beef to the side, yes. separated the music yeah. from all of the other stuff uh-huh. so that they could go on and continue to produce these incredible songs, songs yes. that define my childhood yes. and my generation. Exactly. Um, Bangers. So thankfully, you know, that did come to a sort of a conclusion in a way. Unfortunately, it came at the expense of two incredible Two lives. Two lives. They're just in their mid-20s. They're babies. Babies. Nowadays, no problem with people from New York traveling to LA that are rappers and vice versa. So, Mm. yeah, it has, thank goodness, come to an end in that way. Yeah, there is still beef. Like, rappers do have beef Mm. with each other, but it's not not based on where you're from. Yes. Like, I feel like they've learned to just accept that there are good rappers from both sides of the country, from the South. Exactly. From everywhere. You know, Drake's a good rapper. He's from Canada. (laughs) We are accepting everyone these days. So, as a fan of the genre... Thank God. Mm. Thank God they could put it to rest. Thank God. And we'll still keep playing these tunes. <laughs> Forever <listen>. and ever. <laughs> well, thank you, Amy. That was such a great deep dive into the feud between um, Biggie and Tupac. And, um, yeah, stay tuned for another one of our um, podcasts coming up soon.